back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. This is a bonus episode. Um, I am currently recording this on the 18th of October. It's going to be going live on the 20th, but obviously we had to, we had to prep a little bit in advance, but in my head, I am going to pretend that it's the 20th. Um, October is a really, really powerful, emotional, everything month for me. And this week in particular is the anniversary of a lot of really emotional, big life-changing things for me. And so this podcast episode, I'm going to give a forewarning now. We're going to talk about divorce. We're going to talk about hard things. We're going to talk about a lot of emotions. I'm sure there will be crying and I'm sure there will be a lot of swear words and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of different things. So this is your little precursor that if none of those things are things you want to hear about, I'm not going to be offended if you just click out of this episode and you call it good and we see you next week to talk about social media marketing. Um, but you guys know this podcast started, or maybe you don't know, maybe this is your first episode. This podcast started, um, to be exactly what the name is, which is that's my personal business. Because as creative entrepreneurs, as um, small business owners, our personal lives and our businesses are so intertwined. And we say that a lot in the industry. But I noticed that there was this gap between saying that a lot and not actually talking about like what that means and what that looked like. And my personal life has been such a huge part of my business, specifically, you know, getting married at a really young age, getting divorced at a really young age, like There were so many things in my business and my personal life that intertwined and impacted and affected each other. And I realized that there's no way I was the only one that felt that way. And I wanted to just talk about it so that we don't have to feel so alone on this entrepreneurial journey. Wow. Um, Or feel so alone even just in our personal lives. And so that's how the podcast came to be. If you guys haven't listened to episode one, that's where I talk a lot about my story and my divorce and things like that. Um, But to get back to October... This is the three year, which I just like, I, oh my gosh, I didn't think I would start getting emotional this early on. Um, it's been three years and, uh, I can't believe it because it, 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 it literally feels like it has been a lifetime since I decided to get divorced and also five seconds. Um, and also it just feels like it wasn't even me. Like it feels like another human being whose life I just got to watch like a movie. And so many, so many things have changed. So many things about me have changed about my business, about my life. And, um, I really like using October just as it's, it's a really powerful month for me because it's just this opportunity for reflection. It's usually a really big month for my business, um, which we'll get into in a little bit. And so I just wanted to do a more personal episode. Um, Whenever I talk to you guys about things that have to do with me personally or my emotions or anything like that, um, I have a rule. And that rule is that it has to help both me and it has to help you. Um, I don't want to talk about anything that's just going to help other people if it's going to hurt me in the process. And I don't want to talk about, you know, something that would help me, but it's not going to help you guys to hear it. Like that's for a therapist. (laughs) Um, And so I, that's my rule. And I just feel like I have a lot of things that I want to talk about today at this three-year anniversary mark that also could help you and so that is what we're going to talk about today so I'm going to give like a little bit of a recap in case you are new here or you haven't listened to episode one in a long time or maybe you know whatever it is we're just going to talk about you know the beginning (laughs) because um when I started my business I went full-time like a couple months I want to say like six months eight months after I got married at uh, 20 and um my ex didn't work 
um, our entire marriage and I was paying for his school. I was paying for a lot of things. Um, and my marriage played like a really big role in me growing my business as quickly as I did because I was providing for two people. Um, and not just two people in a casual way, like paying for school, paying for a lot of different things. Um, and on top of that, it was just a very toxic relationship. And so my work was my safe space. Like that is where I went to feel safety and I went to find, you know, expression. And I, I felt it, my business really was like the only place I felt like I could be myself for four years. Um, and when I decided to end my marriage, um, I had been playing with the idea for a really long time. Um, it was one of those things where I was really dead set on not getting divorced. Like I really just, I didn't want to be divorced. Um, a lot of my family is divorced. My parents are divorced. I just, I, I was so determined to not get divorced. And so it was this idea in the back of my head for like a really, really long time. And, um, in October of 2019, um, I just knew, I knew I was at the end of it. Like I just knew that I couldn't survive what was going on much longer. And so I had a really, really busy October in 2019. Um, I decided to launch the Artificial Light Workshop and I was also wrapping up a huge, huge wedding season. Um, and so I launched the Artificial Light Workshop and a lot of work went into that, but I, I truly credit the Artificial Light Workshop as like this beautiful marriage of hard work and cosmic intervention because that still is the biggest like launch I've ever had in my entire career. I think it was like 40 to $50,000 in a month. Um, and I was wrapping up, um, my wedding season and I had, I had a lot of East coast travel. And so I decided I was going to come to New York with my best friend, Abby in between a couple of East coast weddings. And I basically told my ex like, Hey, just let's not communicate during this week. I just need to think on things. Um, and I was here and I came to New York city, um, because New York city has always like, it's always felt like my home, um, in a way that like no other places really ever felt other than Switzerland. Um, but I loved New York city and, uh, it was a place that my ex like had no desire to see. So he would never come with me. So it also just like conveniently ended up feeling like a really safe space that was just mine. Um, and I was here for the week with Abby and, um, it's where I decided like, you know what? Yeah, I think, I think I need to get a divorce. And I remember sitting at this spot at the waterfront, um, at night looking at the city. And I remember just thinking and being like, what if I can't do this? Like, what if I can't get through this? What if I can't get divorced? And I just like had this realization that I was like, well, I can't keep doing what I'm doing. Like, this is going to kill me. Um, and so like, what do I have to lose? And it was just this moment of like, you know what, like, I'm going to survive this because I think I can and I don't really have any other option. And I remember turning to Abby and just being like, you know, what? I think I just very distinctly remember saying the sentence, I think I can survive this. Um, and that is where I decided to get divorced. And um, I came home. I asked my husband to leave on the 20th of October of 2019. Um, and I won't get into how chaotic and messy and crazy that whole uh, situation experience ended up but like one of the things that I've been really open with you guys about is that that artificial light workshop it saved my life because I wasn't able to the way that we have my business set up and the way that we have my taxes set up I'm only able to pay myself I pay myself a monthly salary and then I, I give myself quarterly bonuses based on what I earn on top of that 
Um, and so because I launched the indoor and artificial light course in, um, October, so it was Q4, I wasn't going to be able to pay myself that bonus until Q1 and my bank account got completely wiped out during my divorce. Um, I remember there was a week where I had $200 in my bank account and, uh, I'd bought a house with my ex-husband by myself. Um, since he didn't work, I was the only one on the loan. I was the only one that owned the house. And so I was, not only dealing with like the emotional everything of ending a relationship, I was trying to sell my house that I had lived in and owned for only like 11 months. Um, a ton of like things had to be fixed on it in order to sell it. And I had $200. Um, and so by the time my divorce went through my ex, um, that money just had to sit in my business account. And so I got to literally get my money and my life back, um, when my divorce went through in January. Um, and I'm going to start there because I think like I want to say this because I think it's really important for us to realize that as consumers, um, when we buy from small businesses, even though it's just a purchase to us, um, there is something so, so beautiful happening on the other side, even if we don't know it. Um, Because for everyone that purchased an indoor and artificial light course in October of 2019, for you, you were supporting me and I'm so grateful and you were you were purchasing a tool to change the way that you viewed and executed your photography. Um, but it was so much more than just money to me. It's quite literally how I got my life back. Um, it is like what gave me the financial freedom to sell my house and move to LA and start over. Um, it is how I like was able quite literally to become me and to build this life again. Um, and when I first moved here to New York city, I met Blake Nelson. You guys have heard me talk about him. We've had him on the podcast and we were talking about the course, um, or we were talking about like me moving or my divorce or something like that. And I said something about how, yeah, like the, the impact that course had on my life. Um, and he was like, I remember buying that in October. And it was just like this really beautiful moment of looking at him and just being like, thank you. Like, thank you so much because every single dollar that got put into that business, my business that year like was so impactful and truly like gave me my life back. Um, and I think that's something that like both as consumers and as small business owners, we need to think about like how beautiful that is, that it really is so much more than just money or just a purchase. Like it is a energetic exchange on just such a base level that we don't even know. You know, I don't know if my course allowed you to raise your prices and leave a similar situation. And you didn't know that like, it gave me the life that I have now. And I think it's just such a beautiful thing. Um, I obviously wrote out no structure for this podcast episode, so we're just going to be jumping all over. But anyway, that is the that is the quick, quick, it's been 12 minutes. That is the summary of leading us up to like how that whole, how my divorce even just like came to be and what happened back in 2019, which now leads me to now, which is 20, 2022. It's been three years. Um, and... When all of that was happening back in 2019, I decided on a whim to move to Los Angeles. I wanted to come here, um, but for some reason, I felt like I needed to go to LA for some reason, which I had no ties to LA, so I didn't know why. It was literally just gut feeling, um, and I'm so glad I did. I met my some of my best friends, my family there. Um, I got quarantined alone like we all did, and I don't know if I would have survived that here in this city because New York got hit really, really hard. Like I was able to, even though I was alone for months, I could you know go on drives with my dog or go on hikes. Um, but I remember when I left, I had no idea what I wanted to do. 
And like, I didn't have this grand vision of what my life was going to be. And I think this is something that I really love talking to people about when I talk about like bettering your business to better your life, or even just, you know, making next steps to lead yourself into a better life is that some people will be like, well, I don't even know like what I want to do. And you don't need to, um, there's no reason for you to put this pressure on yourself that you need to know what the dream life is going to be in order to get there. You just need to know what needs to be changed next. Because back in 2019, I could not have been like, Hey, I'm going to move to LA and then I'm going to move to New York and then I'm going to scale my business to three employees. And then I'm going to like, I, I had no idea what was going to happen in 2019. I was still doing weddings full time. I'm not a wedding photographer at all anymore. And I, I wouldn't have predicted that. Um, but I just knew what I needed to do next. I was able to look at my life and be like, you know what? This thing needs to be changed because I don't like it and it's not fulfilling me or it's hurting me or it's causing me to just step into a mode of survival. And like, I want to change it. Um, And that's all you need to do is you need to be able to look at your life right now and not be like, where am I trying to go in the end? Maybe you can't do that right now. And that's okay. You know, long-term goals are great, but if you can't think of them right now, that's okay. Just look at your life right now and be like, what needs to be changed? Like what, what is just the one step that I can take next to better my life. And then once you've done that, another step will be clear, right? Like if you had shown me what my life is right now, three years to three years ago, me and was like, how exactly, how are you going to get there? And how are you going to make this happen? I wouldn't have known how I would have been like, I don't know how the fuck she got there. All I know is that right now I need to get divorced. And that's all I needed to know at that time was that I needed to get divorced. And that's what needed to happen. And then after that, I could decide to sell my house. After that, I could decide to move to Los Angeles. After that, I could decide to go full time with education. After that, I could decide that eventually I wanted to move to New York City. Like it was just baby steps on baby steps on baby steps. So release this pressure that you have to know the end goal that you have to know the end vision right now. You just need to know what the next steps are and take take the time and take the energy to mourn and then be like, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to take this baby step. And then once there's another obvious baby step, I'm going to take that too. And so that's that's what led me here was just doing these little baby steps. And I wanted to read to you guys. I have my old journal. Um, I don't even think I ended up finishing. I didn't. I just stopped using it because it's kind of sad. It makes me kind of sad sometimes. Like this feels like my healing journey. And this is like the first time in my life um, that I finally just feel at home. Like I feel like this is my life now. Everything up until this year has felt so chaotic. And like I was constantly trying to fix things or find my groove or heal. And now it just finally feels like I get to be me and I get to have a life again and not a life that's constantly evolving, but a life that just is. And it's been so beautiful, but I wanted to pull out this, this little healing journey journal because I think there's some really good notes in here. And I wish that I could go back and tell like this version of myself, what was to come, but I can't. And so instead I'm going to like send her this love, but I'm also going to share these things with you because maybe you need to hear them too. Um, but I have, I have this note for, um, it must've been, yeah, a month. It was a month after I decided to get divorced. I started journaling in this journal and this is the first page and it says, it feels weird to start journaling at 23, but it also feels like I'm beginning a new life. Just a mild rebirth, a quarter life crisis. I'm getting divorced. Actually, I'm basically divorced. No, I wasn't. That didn't happen for months, but really hopeful. I'm in this weird zone where life finally seems bearable. Oh, that's so sad. That was like as good as I could get was bearable. It feels like full of possibilities and that feels very overwhelming. 
I met my ex at 18 and my entire adult life has been spent with him. I never felt like I could be myself, but now that we're not together, I have to learn to be myself alone. And I definitely need to, (laughs) I desperately need to learn that I deserve treatment light years beyond what I've been given. I deserve to be loved. I deserve to be adored. I deserve to be, I wrote, I deserve to be adored twice. (laughs) I deserve to be happy, supported. Um, And even if (laughs) no one feels like giving those things for to me, I deserve to feel those things for myself. And that was my first entry. And I, that was one of the things that I think the pandemic like definitely gave me was this opportunity to, I can't even explain. I know the, I know the pandemic was horrible for everyone. I don't even want to act for a second. Like I had it the hardest cause I did not. Um, but a really hard aspect of my quarantine was going from, you know, a six year relationship ending a nearly four-year marriage to quarantining in another state just completely alone and not seeing humans for months um but I think what it gave me the opportunity to do was just figure myself out and uh heal and I feel like I did like seven years worth of therapy (laughs) in six months because I had to there was absolutely nothing to do um and so I feel like I did get to like I just used to hate myself and like even that entry makes me so sad like you know, life finally feels bearable. Like that was my best case scenario. I was just like, cool. I can bear this at least. Like that was so exciting to me is that it felt bearable. Um, and now life just feels so loving and feels so free and feels so light. Even when really, really hard things happen. Um, I just feel so much more love and compassion towards myself. Just knowing that I'm usually most of the time doing my best. Um, let me scroll to, um, I started doing this thing in my journal and I'll show you for the video where if I, I journaled like a really traumatic thing, um, I later went back and I would paint over them something beautiful. Like if it was something that I was like, I actually don't need to reread that over and over again, I would, I would paint over it. And that one I painted, um, over and I wrote my past doesn't make me less. It makes me more. And I think that was something that I really had to drill into my head in order to find that self-love again was I felt so broken and damaged like literally I remember just comparing myself to damaged goods all the time because I was divorced and I had a PT I had just gotten diagnosed with PTSD and I was like Ugh, this makes me such a just like shell of a human being like no one's ever gonna want to be with me why would anyone want to be around me like I'm just damaged goods um and it's all because you know these things have happened to me or I've let these things happen to me or I've become this person through the things that have happened to me and that was that quote or sentiment was like something that really got me through that was just being like you know what like my past doesn't make me less it makes me more it's shaped me into you know I've I have this idea of this woman I want to become and I can't become her just by staying the same I've read you guys this journal entry a couple times but I want to read it again because I think it's one of my favorite things to talk about when it comes to my healing process and like reclaiming my life and changing my life completely. Um, I have this journal entry from March. Yeah, I think it's March. Yeah. So we're like a couple weeks into the pandemic. I'd been living in LA. I literally moved to LA the week that the home order came through. So it was like, I didn't, I didn't experience LA outside of the pandemic. Like I moved in and that day we got quarantined. The mayor put out the notice. Um, and so it was really hard to like, try to get my bearings in a new state and even just getting used to living alone um and be processing all of this and I something something bad had happened that I won't get into but um I was I was trying to figure that out with basically only a virtual support system and uh 
I wrote out this journal entry that says, I really have been trying my best. Everything has just been so painful. And I hate that I feel this way, although I know it's necessary. Sometimes I just wish it was two years from now. And that was uh, March 2020. And um, I just remember how desperately and like how often I would say things like, I just wish I could skip past this part. Like, I don't want to do it. I just want to be this healed person and get my life back again. And when I look back on the last two, two and a half years, they have been my favorite years of my life. I wouldn't have traded them for the world. And they haven't been my favorite because they've just been magical and good and amazing all of the time. They've actually kicked my absolute fucking ass. Um, there have been parts that I just didn't even think I was going to make it through. There have been parts where I am I have scream cried. There have been parts where I just want to be done. Um like, I want to be very clear, they were not easy, but they were intermingled with some of the most beautiful, shaping, God-given moments. Um, I have had the most beautiful moments in the last two years of my life, and I, I cannot even comprehend not having the last two years and if I had skipped over them and how much I would have missed out on, how many people I would have missed, how many versions of me I would have missed, how many shaping things I needed to experience in order to get here. And I know that sometimes when we have to change our life or fix our life or start over our entire life, you're just like, let me fucking skip this. Like, I hate this. I want it to be over. But I just want to be a testament to you that there is a version of you who's so grateful that you're doing what you're doing right now. And one day you are going to look back on this. And it doesn't mean you have to like it right now. I'm not saying you have to like go into this with a toxic positivity of being like, this is great. One day it'll be great. No, it can just suck. But I just want you to keep this reminder of like, I can do this and I can get through this. And one day I'm going to be really fucking grateful that I did. Um, because when I think of 2020 me and 2021 me, I just love her so much and I wish she knew how grateful I am that she stuck it out and that she made every single decision that she made. I wish I could just hug her. I guess I can try now. Um, but I'm just so grateful that she didn't give up um, and that she did so many things that she didn't think she could or that she was scared to do or that she was worried she wouldn't survive because she has brought me here and I just like I think something that's also really important for people to know who are in this sphere and you followed me along followed along with my story is like I want to talk to you about these things because I want one I don't want you to feel so alone I think that we especially on the internet these days we present a very specific <laughs> picture of our lives and I want to show you both sides I want to show you this really beautiful side of my life that I've worked really really hard for to exist um but I also want you to know that I know what it's like to build that life amidst the absolute flames of chaos I know what it's like to feel like you're dragging yourself in your life out of the depths of hell because I I also had to do it um and I never thought I could and I remember looking at people and being like why does it feel like I'm the only one doing this um like, is everyone just getting handed these really beautiful things and I'm just getting dragged through hell? And that's not the case. Um, I know that because I'm the person, I'm, I'm going through these things and sharing these things. Like, I know probably every other person I look at on the internet is also going through those things. I don't want to be a testament of that to you. Um, and so we're, yeah, we're three years out now. And um, so 
back on the 15th again it's the 18th 20th is 20th is the day I kicked my ex out the 15th is the day I decided I was going to do that and I was here in New York City and I went down to the spot at the water and um at that point I knew that spot was going to be like really really special um that spot where I was sitting with Abby and I said like hey I think I could survive this I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do this um I had no idea what that spot was going to mean to me and uh as I decided to move here, it, it has become my spot. When I applied for this apartment, um, I went, I realized that my spot was just like a 15 minute walk away. And I walked down there and I got to sit in the same spot and I just got to watch like this beautiful, beautiful sunset. And it was also at the end of September slash early October. And it's always, it's always in October, which is really, really cool. Um, and October's also just become like annually one of my best months in my business every year and it just feels like this little hug from the universe being like hey yeah like you fucking did it and here's a little like sign that you're on the right track um but I watched like the most beautiful sunset last last year when I applied for this apartment um and now I have this apartment and I get to walk down there like when I first moved here I walked Cora down there like almost every day and just like got to sit in this spot where I decided to change my entire life and started over and just think of like all the versions of me that have existed in that spot, not knowing what was coming next, but just deciding to do something really, really brave. Like that's how when I moved here, like I knew I've always known I wanted to be here. Um, but when I moved here, I didn't know anyone. I had two work semi internet connections, but I didn't move here with friends. I didn't move here with family. Like I was just, I just moved here. Um, and that was really scary. I'd never really done anything like that. Um, and so this week on the 15th, um, which is again, the anniversary of me deciding I was going to do it. Um, I decided to walk down to that same spot again. And I remember there's this photo I took and I shared it with with you guys on my story the other day, but I took this photo of me with the city in the background. It said like celebrating like the best week of my career. Um, blah, blah, blah. And so I, I, I called up my friend Elise and I was like, Hey, I, Will you walk down to the water with me? And it's really cute because she lives like right by that spot, which is like crazy that now one of my best friends that I made here lives like right by this spot. That means so much to me. Um, And we like walked down there and we like retook the photo. And it was just so beautiful to like be standing here again three years later. Um, And I had no idea that my life was going to be like this. Um, And I'm just so grateful. And um it just was really beautiful and it felt very karmic and I just was crying a lot. Um, and I recently got, all of this is going to make sense in a second, but I recently got a new tattoo. I'm like, for anyone watching the video, I'll show you right here. Um, and it's got some citrus fruit because I grew up in California and it has a little ladybug. And, um, I was doing just a lot of thinking while I was walking down to the water of just like, not just the me that decided to get divorced and like take photos in that spot, but just like kid me. And, um, how much I hope I can make her proud. Um, cause I didn't, I didn't have a great easy childhood either. And so like, I, I try to do like a lot of inner child work for her, just like letting her express herself and be herself finally. Um, 
And so I was just thinking a lot about like little baby Ed. And um, when I was a kid, when I was like that age, like six, seven, eight, um, we lived in a house in California and we had a bush in the back covered in ladybugs, which there's a little ladybug on my citrus tattoo. And um, ladybugs have just been like this cute little emblem um, of childhood me because one of my like core childhood memories, um, which I don't have a lot of childhood memories, but one of my core ones is sitting back in my backyard and playing with the ladybugs in the bush. And I was just so obsessed with them. And so um, that's why I got that tattoo. And every time I see ladybugs, I just kind of think of that childhood version of me. And it's just kind of a reminder to think of like little inner child me and send her love. And so when we went down to the water and we retook those photos, we were about to walk away and I looked down and there was a ladybug like crawling across my sweater. And, um, I think I've seen one ladybug in the year that I've lived here. Actually, I don't even know if I've seen one. I think I was upstate when I saw, I don't see ladybugs in New York city. Shocker to probably no one. It's not a big ladybug city. Um, And she was just crawling on my sweater and I started to get like really emotional because I was like, I, I, I try to ask the universe and my spirit guides to send me signs. And I was just like, oh my God, this is probably like the first ladybug I've ever seen in this city. And it's in this spot that means so much to me when I've been thinking of like three years ago, me and childhood me and trying to make them proud and like send them love. And then she like crawled onto my arm from my sweater and like went right on the ladybug tattoo and it was really weird because I I was trying to pick her up while she was on my sweater and she wouldn't let me pick her up and so I just kind of like gave up but then she crawled onto like my bare arm really easy like no prompting like I was just kind of standing there and yeah she crawled like right onto the ladybug and it was just like this really beautiful moment of feeling like every version of myself was showing up for myself um And like, I think sometimes we can feel really disconnected to past versions of us. Um, I know I've had lots of conversations with people where we're just like, what happened to that version of me? Or like, feels like a different person. Like, I know I look at past versions of myself and I'm like, that's not even me. It feels like a movie of someone else that I'm watching. And it just felt like this really beautiful moment of like, almost just synchronizing with every version of myself and just the universe, like sending me this little hello of like, hey, you did it. And we're just really fucking proud and happy that you're here. And... I don't know. I just like, I want to share this because one, I, I want to remember this and remember how powerful and beautiful this experience is. But I also like want to remind you that one, there's another side to whatever it is that you're going through right now. And that if you need to make a hard decision, I know you're capable of it. Even if you don't think you're capable of it right now, let me be the one that tells you that I know that you're capable of it and that there is a version and a life waiting on the other side that is just so beautiful and so ready for you, even if you don't even know what that version is yet. Um, But I also just want to remind you to, to send love to every version of yourself and to ask the universe or God or whoever, whatever it is that you believe in of just like, can you send me little signs? Like, can you show me that I'm on the right path? Can you show me that what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, I remember when I moved here, um, I asked for sevens when I found my dream apartment and right, right after I found this apartment, I was like, where are my sevens? Like, I need to apply for this apartment. And I applied for it anyway because I was like, I'm not seeing sevens. And I I had a really short time period that I could find my sevens. And I got on the train right after I submit my application. And I looked up and the car I was on was 7777. Um, And I was like, of course. Um, And so I just want you to, even if they're really specific, even if it's like, hey, can you send me a flamingo? Do it. Just like ask the universe, ask God, whoever it is, whatever it is that you believe in, just ask for little signs that you're, 
you're doing what you're supposed to and be okay if you don't know what the end goal is, right? Be okay if you don't know what the final dream life is that you're trying to work towards. Just be like, what's going on in my life right now that's making me play small or giving me pain or forcing me into survival or, you know, even just mediocrity. Like it's not living up to what I want. I'm not feeling as fulfilled as I want to. And being like, what can I change? What's just one little baby one little baby thing that I can change about my life in order to move into a better one because you deserve the life that you want. And even if you don't know what that life is that you want, you deserve happiness and fulfillment and safety and peace. And whether it is a month from now, a year from now, three years from now, I promise you that's waiting for you. And that version of you is waiting for you and they are just waiting for you to start making those baby steps and they're so proud of you and cheering you on and I'm so proud of you and I'm cheering you on like I hope you guys know that like yes life is brutal and it's really hard and it's really exhausting sometimes and those things can exist but it's also really beautiful and there is so much goodness waiting for you um And sometimes it's not just going to get handed to us. Sometimes we're going to have to do those hard things and we're going to have to get uncomfortable and we're going to have to push ourselves to do things that we never thought we would want to or need to. But that that beautiful life is waiting for us on the other side of those decisions. And I'm just like, again, going back to that journal entry, like, I'm so glad I didn't skip a literal second of the last three years of my life. I would do it all again over and over and over again if that's what it took to get here. Um, I, I I wish I could go back and I'm going to send as much love and energy to her as I can. But like I wish Eden in 2019 could just know how beautiful and amazing things were going to get, even though she had no idea. And she thought her life was over and she thought she was never going to survive this. And she was worried about having $200 in her bank account and having to pay a realtor like there was so much goodness coming her way and a lot of hard things too, but like good hard things, hard things that were worth it, hard things that I would do again just to get here. And I hope you know that it's the same for you. I am not the exception to the rule. I am not, I'm not special. Like I'm just, I'm just a person. And, um, I think that's why I like talking about these things so much with you guys is like, want you to know that the hard things are really normal and like you're not alone and if I can help or if I can even just help one person even consider changing their life a little bit that that would change my life and that would make me so happy and so fulfilled and like that's why I talk about the things that I do is like I want to use these experiences and help as many people as I can, even if it's just a little, even if it's just a baby step, even if I just can help you make that one first baby step and let you know that you are strong enough and capable enough to make that happen and to do it and to execute it and to know that there's probably more than you're even imagining or more than you can even wish for waiting for you on the other side. Um, and I'm just feeling really grateful and like really grateful. That's it. Actually, I'm not even going to try to come up with a different word. I'm just feeling really grateful that like these past versions of me kept going and they kept pushing through and they, they kept trying, um, and they built this life for me. And I, I just want to soak it up. I don't want to, I don't want to keep trying to get to the next step or being like, okay, this is great. But like, how do we move forward? Like I'm really trying this week, especially to just 
just appreciate and to just be like, holy shit, we've come so far and to actually just soak that in rather than trying to think of the next step all of the time, because I know we can get really caught up with that both personally and in our business. And I want you to just look at how far you've already fucking come. Like even just being here, even just listening to this podcast, you're, you're clearly committing to bettering yourself and bettering your life in a way that is so beautiful and is absolutely the first step and I'm just so excited for you to see what is to come for yourself and to come of your life and I can't wait to see it also I just like nothing brings me more unbridled joy than people dming me their story or what they've done or the hard thing that they made it through like those things are so beautiful and that is like truly what life is all about and that's why I'm so passionate about talking to you about personal life and business and running a personal business because they are so intertwined and like there's so much more to life than just a successful business and that's you know I was talking to someone yesterday and I was like the entire foundation of my business and my coaching is building a better a better business for a better life because I hope you know there's I want you to have the most amazing business and you should be so proud of the business that you've built or are building but it needs to help you build a better life and that is one of my favorite things about my business is that it fulfills me so deeply I love coaching so much it fulfills me so much but I've also built this business that allows me to take a step back from it and have a beautiful beautiful life it's allowed me to get a divorce it's allowed me to move across the country it's allowed me to invest in EMDR and therapy and heal and to help other people do the same and that is so fulfilling and so amazing and I'm just so grateful um and I also just want to say thank you to you guys um Like when I say I love you, I really do. This business has been twofold in the way that it contributes in my life. That one, I'm so grateful for your support and for the energetic exchange, which is you investing in me um, and just the monetary change that that has made in my life and allowed me again to like leave my marriage and move and start over. Like, yes, that is great. But I also hope you guys know like how much just connecting with you really, really means to me. Um, It is easily one of the most fulfilling things in my life. Like I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, I would do my job even if it was free. Like I am so obsessed with my job and working with my clients and getting to see people change their lives and to see people become the humans that they want to be and to see people earn amazing fucking money and then not just stop there but then take time off and go on vacations and help their loved ones and invest in things that make them really really happy like and leave toxic marriages or leave relationships or move across the country like that is the greatest honor to even play a small role in and to be a witness to and to learn about and hear about. And so I just want to say thank you so much for being in my circle, for being such a huge, beautiful part of my business. Like I am so grateful to each and every one of you in so many aspects because this business and my relationships with you fulfill me more than you'll probably ever know. And I don't want to sound like that person that gets up in church and is like, I love all of you. And you're like, you don't know me, but okay. But like, I know I don't know all of you perfectly, but I do. I love you so much. And like every time your names pop up anywhere, I'm so happy to talk to you. Um, Every time payments come through, I make sure to go through and like, I literally will go through like our Kajabi payments and be like, thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Nico. Like I'll go through and say everyone's names and just say thank you. Cause like, I really am so grateful. Um, you're not just numbers to me, you're people. And I'm just so grateful to have you people in my corner. It is the biggest blessing. I just like can't imagine my life and my job and my business any other way. And I'm just so grateful for the last three years. And 
I cannot wait to see where we are next year. I can't wait to see where we are three years. I can't wait to see where you are in a couple years. I'm just so grateful to have you guys in my corner and I love you guys so much. And um, yeah, this is today's bonus episode. I will see you guys Monday. I adore you. Please uh, go have a drink for me tonight. Let's celebrate moving our lives forward and taking risks and trusting ourselves and building beautiful lives that fulfill us and sustain us instead of our being based on mediocrity and survival because you deserve that. I deserve that. We all deserve that. So cheers to that. I love you guys. I mean it. And I will see you next time. (laughs) 